Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, welcome back to Moments for Missions, and I love it when we have a real, that sounds funny, doesn't have a real missionary here <laughs> in the studio with me, but Daniel Jenkins, who's a BIMI missionary and also a good friend, has been telling us a little bit about how God called him and his wife to the country of Gambia. But for that to happen, God used another missionary couple to influence you in that direction. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So my wife and I both had the opportunity to work with BIMI missionaries, Josh and Julie Mead in Senegal. They've been missionaries for about 12 years Mm -hmm. in Senegal, in the town of San Luis, Senegal, where uh, you and your wife uh, also had the opportunity to serve there for 16 years. And um, I had the opportunity to meet them in 2015 on a construction trip. My wife spent three months with them in 2013, so two years prior to when I was there. And uh, she got to help uh, serve in their ministry uh, there in the early stages of their ministry. And uh, I went to help them build their their church building they were building in, in 2015 and 2016. I actually went on three different construction trips during those two years. And uh, they've uh, been such a blessing. Their ministry, as you know very well, um, it has uh, been many years of sowing the seed of the gospel there right. in that region. And uh, what a blessing they have been in sure. that ministry. Um, and uh, my wife and I had the opportunity to work with them. And uh, neither of us at that time knew that God was going to be calling us back to work in that region. Um, but we were exposed to ministry in West Africa, working amongst predominantly Islamic people there for the first time. And uh, what an eye-opening experience that was, but it also gave us a heart for the country of Gambia, where we knew that there was, at that time, no missionaries mm-hmm. that were church-planting missionaries sure. in that country. And Josh and Julie have the facilities there to have young people come out and spend a few weeks or even a few yes. months with them and get a taste for working in that part of the world, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, we we stayed with them. They uh, built a, a, a church building where it also has an apartment where they live as their family, and okay. uh, they meet in the lower p- portion of that building as with their church. They've really outgrown that now. Right. Um, they've been recently looking for more property, and uh, the, the Lord has blessed their ministry in great ways in the last few years. And uh, they've played a huge part in helping us in Gambia get to the field, sure. um, even when we were on deputation and in calling churches and pastors and and uh, just the connections that we've had and they're working amongst uh, predominantly Islamic people. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, because some of you think I could not be afraid. How would I go to a new place? Well, missionaries who are there often help us to kind of get our feet on the ground and get situated. So now from where they live in the north of Senegal, to where you're working now in Gambia, how far is that? So we can we can drive up to there from Gambia uh, to where they are in the northern part of Senegal. It takes about eight hours to oh. drive there uh, on African roads, oh, which is yes. an experience. But uh, we we can uh, drive up there, or we can meet in the capital city of Dakar, which is about four hours, sure. about halfway. Yep. So they're they're definitely close enough, uh, but okay. yet still far enough away to yes. make it a little more difficult. And it sounds easy, but folk, when you're driving on roads where animals and people are out in the roads all the time, makes it a little bit of a challenge. So when you all got to the Gambia, it had been a British colony, so English is the official language. However, most people there that you come into contact with speak the Wolof language. They do. Most people on the everyday conversation will use either Wolof, Mandinka, or Fula. 
uh, Pular. Um, And so those languages are the predominant languages in Gambia. Um, But English in the capital city, uh, especially with foreigners, they will speak English. Uh, They learn English in the schools, but of course, their their heart language is the local languages. Right. And I want to talk with you tomorrow when we come back about you know, you want to reach people. How did you learn that language? We're going to talk about moving into a country and how you go about acquiring the language and culture. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.